Yeah, so that TNT app is still a real piece of shit, huh? It's better if you have, like, on-demand with a, like, sling or something, because yeah. then it's no commercial interruption throughout the whole thing. Yeah. The, um, I mean, the... The Apple TV app isn't too bad, but I was trying to use, I was trying to watch it on my iPhone at some point because I was just down, I was just trying to log into it. And somehow I got signed out of my provider and then I finally signed in, but then it made me sign in again. Then I had to force quit the app, force quit it again because it wouldn't launch and it just stayed on the TNT logo. Then the third time it stayed on the TNT logo, I deleted it, re-downloaded it, went through that same exact order of operations. And then I was like, all right, fuck it. Or no, I think I did it one a third time. And I was like, all right, if I do it a third time, it does the same exact thing. It's definitely not me. This app just fucking sucks. Done. And sure enough, it did the same thing. So I was like, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Oh, well. It's trying to get hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that and... Um... I mean, I don't know why we just don't have good services. I guess it's just because there's not a big wrestling. <laughs> the same reason that there's not a lot of people watching wrestling all the time. There's just not a good demand for it. It's not complicated. It's not hard. Yeah, I'll, I, like all these other streaming services do it all the time too. And so, like, if your streaming service can't run on an iPhone 10, I mean, maybe it's not not a, a three-year-old phone it's probably your service it's a it's a streaming service anyway uh but we, we've gone way too long on that too anyway uh i wanted to tell you though i think i figured out the kyle problem he's canadian no canadian is cool yeah, first of all that's we all know that's bullshit okay because they, like because canada produces like the best fucking wrestlers they got so they're all cool they got they become cool wrestlers i will give them that None of them are. We don't know that any of them are cool. They can pull off cool personas. We don't know that any of them are cool in real life. Some I think Kenny Omega is really cool. They got some funny as fuck people. I mean, I'm saying Kenny is capable of cool, looking cool, but he's also a weeb, dude. Like he's not really cool. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not bashing it. Like I love. I love weebs, but Kenny Omega is not necessarily the definition of cool. Uh, they got some funniest fuck people. Like Jim Carrey is from there. Uh, again, not necessarily cool. They got the best hockey players in the world, probably before like Ovechkin and all those European guys came over here. But I mean, I, maybe I'll give them Neil Young. But <laughs> dude, there's just no coolness there. So who's Kyle supposed to base cool Kyle off of? Oh my god. <laughs> now that we've isolated the NXT Canadian. <laughs> joined on a couple just weeks Trump, ago. Trump off completely. <laughs> We're Man. supporting cool Kyle. Canadians he has maple right. syrup in his blood. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, yeah, I guess we could just get into the show. Um, we had the culmination of the Swerve and Rough thing. I thought that match was really cool. Swerve attempted murder with that um, thrown toolbox was... I know. I was crazy. like, what? I was like, this is blood and guts in my opinion. Yeah, Poor Leon Ruff, he wanted to get right into it that he got kicked in the face. But I go, this is great. I love this rivalry. I just didn't like the ending, and that kind of disappointed me. Yeah, same. Uh, I actually wanted to talk about how WWE's been relying on interrupted finishes for a while. I didn't even get a chance to go back like too many episodes. Just the last three, McIntyre got McIntyre interrupted like the Lashley Strowman match, Jesus. I think, on Raw on Monday. Uh, yesterday. No, I don't think anything happened yesterday, but on uh, SmackDown last week, Apollo, Cruz, and Biggie had a match interrupted by a bunch of people. And then the Raw before that, Mason T-Bar in their rematch with uh, 
Drew and Strowman also had like a disqualification. So uh-huh. why are you guys like so reliant on this? Why can't you just end it? You guys did it with Stro- with uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, just do clean finishes. Or have them DQ each other or something, whatever. Don't need to be interrupted. Yeah. Like, I know this was designed to establish a new stable. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, I don't need a new stable right now. I'm still recovering <laughs> from the dismantle of one of the best ones I've ever seen <laughs> that I started out to hate. That. Yeah, and I'm just focusing on Legado. Like, I just... <laughs> just trying to get in there and then they establish this and they establish it in kind of like like in a bourgeois type of way i don't know if i'm using the correct word you can yell at me later but like i was like I, this ag francis i've never seen him before he's just a recruit and then like catches leon rough to help swerve and then they just all just destroy him yeah. and i was like oh i was enjoying this match thank you for ruining this it's kind of like if someone knocked out my my ice cream when I was walking on the street. <laughs> like, thanks, dick. Like, I didn't care for you. I don't know who you are. Right. Like, uh, whatever. Yeah, and like, so like, I guess my my annoyance really it is not necessarily that it's um like the the reliance on interrupted finishes like like all that stuff. Yeah, but for uh, a rivalry that we've had going on for probably months now at this point, like if if this was I don't and if this isn't the culmination, whatever, but like. It felt like this should have been the culmination because they could have moved on. And, like, the way that the match played out, how big both of them looked in that match, they could both go on to other feuds, and I would be interested in both those feuds. But now we have this where it, like, seems like there's unfinished business, or if Swerve is going to be in that stable, like, it just kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth because we didn't get, like, a a good finish to to this. Yeah, or, or like, now it's going to be, like, Leon's going to go and grab, like, a couple buddies, and now we're going to have his his faction, if he makes one, versus this one, like, I was like, no, like, I just want a really nice match. Like, you guys do so well together. It's ridiculous. I just want a really good finish <laughs> to this. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I enjoyed the match, and yeah, I agree with you. This this would not be the only match that I actually really enjoyed, and then the finish just kind of dog shat all over. Um, I'm not, uh, but definitely the only one from, from this show, I will say that much. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not as down on this, or, like, not as open to reject the stable just yet i want to see who they are that guy i know all right like i read somewhere that he had done some shows with foley so i know he's like a a personality within the wwe universe and now he's moving on to like an in-ring talent i guess so we'll we'll have to see how that goes i am more i mean just as like my interests go these days i am really curious as to who that woman in their stable is and how how much she's going to be used because this is i mean we have the way but this is another stable that we have now that has mixed a woman members. In it, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I'm definitely curious as to what they're going to do with that. See, I'm telling you, again, this is just going to reference back to another episode, but like, if you had Andrade, like Andrade show up and be part of that Latin thing on AEW, it's like, yeah, there's like six women and one guy, but that's totally fine. Yeah. Like, it can work in reverse. Yeah, I mean, AEW is not even going to do that, dude. Like, I'm so uh, down on their, on their women's booking right now. <laughs> we can get into yeah, that. Yeah, we too. need to get into that, too. Oh, uh, so, but, uh, like, uh, whatever. Uh, a couple of things I did want to bring up with you. Speaking of clean finishes, so Daniel Bryan is now no longer here. The possibilities are somewhat endless, depending on promotions. Do you think he comes to NXT? Hey, okay. He's out of contract. Technically, he can still work and we, because they're not going to tell him no. Yeah. The, 
I think what he's planning to do is make a custom contract because he doesn't want to work as much to be there for his kids. Mm -hmm. But I believe he's going to do NXT and make it work where, like, I'm going to go work New Japan or whatever a couple times a month, come back, do this, go somewhere else. Uh, instead of like trying to buy the promotions, he's just gonna visit the promotions and come back. And Vince is gonna be like, "Fine, whatever. Like you're part timer. I'm not gonna be mad at you for doing this." <laughs> Especially when like he made the WrestleMania moment. Like he got he snuck himself in there yeah. and made that match so much better. So much better for sure. I I think he yeah. Like I I hope that you're right. I don't necessarily know that I believe Vince can put its ego aside to allow that to happen. And I really hope that he can, because I think like now that we've seen the the forbidden door being kicked open, and all these other promotions, like the possibilities really are cool and that we can do this. And Daniel Bryan can be the mold for it instead of being like that Moxley or any of these other fucking assholes who leave the promotion or get fired and they immediately start talking shit about them other than Miro, Miro did it well. So, uh, but then, like, eventually, he started getting into it and was, like, talk shit. Yeah. Like, if Daniel Bryan can go out and just, if if he does leave the company and just not talk shit about them for a while, just be gracious and, like, everything that they gave him, and then come back and be a Hall of Famer or do more matches in NXT or do matches, come back and do, like, these edge matches that we're seeing, like, that would be awesome. And for other people to be able to do that, like, when Finn moves back up to the main roster, for yeah. if he could leave and go jump around on these, like... For so Daniel, a lot hinges on Daniel Bryan if he if he is the one to do that and if if they do allow him to do that. Like I hope, I hope he does well and I hope he is a model a model of what other wrestlers can be. Because so far nobody else has done it. They all leave and then they get their diapers filled and then just want to cry about it on on the next on any podcast that will listen to them. Yeah, like Daniel Bryan's like happy like and grateful to them. But I like he can also be like the representative. Like, I want to see a New Japan match with Daniel Bryan against yeah. somebody. Like, New Japan, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Will Ospreay would blow the fucking <laughs> house down, dude. And, and I was like, but they're like, but he works for WWE. It was like, yeah, it's going to be a new WWE at some point. So, like, we're testing the waters. He's representing the company in a positive light. He doesn't hate them. They're allowing him to do this. Comes to work NXT, cool match. Goes back to New Japan, goes to the main roster. Like, that would be optimal because I would really, really love for them to get permission to fit Balor to go to New Japan. And then he's all like, so I hear there's another company that a bunch of, like, assholes left out of the group that I made. I was like, why don't you come and challenge me back home? Like, I would love to see that fucking match in New Japan. A Finn Balor versus Kenny Omega, that shit would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm just kind of like fantasy booking in my head too. Imagine he like rebuilds Undisputed to go challenge all those motherfuckers. And then like the, the last draw is like Cole, whether or not he joins them or he joins the other team. Like, I would just, I would, I don't even want to know what happens at that point. I would just want to see that Undisputed and Finn Balor in one side, Bullet Club on the other side, Adam Cole in the middle, fucking choose right now. Even if, like, <laughs> let's say to even out the odds, like, throw, somehow Cody turns on them at some, on the Elite and he's, like, with the, uh, the Undisputed side, that would be fucking, that would be so cool, but we're never going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we can dream about a song. Come on, Triple H, Poison Vince McMahon already, goddammit. <laughs> oh, we do not condone order. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, sorry. We do not need to be accomplices in this shit. <laughs> the views and representations of this group or whatever do not reflect on us in real life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I guess 
the other like the really big thing that happened this week other than the the main event was the main show showdown we had everybody cross kyle dunn balor johnny and theory they all showed up in the ring they all had a big showdown. They all fought. Cross ended up like kind of reigning supreme for a little while, or like beating up a lot of people for a little while, which I'm sure both of us don't like, and we probably don't need to like harp on. But who was your MVP of that of that little scrum? Okay, cool cow. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> can't, you can't, no, I, I. That's all I'm gonna say. It's just no. When uh, I used to get excited when I hear Pete Dunne's music and like kick off. Yeah. Not so much as not so much with this, because I was like, there has to be a better storyline for you. <laughs> but once that Finn Balor music fucking hits, I'm like, oh fuck this guy up, like, yeah. just do it. And then I got mad how like they just displayed them all, like, oh he's a beast or whatever. But then it took Johnny and Austin Theory to like secretly attack him. He still like got the upper hand, but then they ended up beating him up. I was like. I thought you were a monster, so none of this should be affecting you. Yeah. I go, Finn Balor's the one that should be whooping your ass, really. But, like, okay, whatever. Whatever's going on with you, you, you make up your mind, man. Oh, God. I, yeah, except for Finn, I didn't like this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly kind of liked Kyle in this. Uh, he threw away the hat, like, after he did the little, like, ma'am thing. So throwing away the hat is already a market improvement. And I, I think we, I think he started. He, he can pull this. Out. I still got trust in Kyle that he can pull this out. Uh, and yeah, Balor was awesome. Uh, the Johnny and Theory thing, I think, is just breadcrumbs for the match that's happening this week. Like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Cross will lose, which we all fucking know he's not gonna lose. Nah. Um, a big announcement was that WWE is actually starting to partner with uh, Major League Wrestling. So that's gonna be MLW. Yeah. So they and they were so they were talking about uh, bar or lending talent over to them, which I'm fine with. This isn't gonna happen, but if you want to send Cross and all and Dunn, not that not done, I like Dunn, the Cross and Thatcher and all the people I don't like over to wrestle people that I'm not gonna watch, please by all cool. means give me an extra women's match every week. Yeah. Oh, oh, this what they were talking about. Oh, uh, another podcast or another group that I follow. Oh. Oh, what culture? They they had a really cool thing. I don't know if it's a rumor or something that's that they heard about. I just couldn't find a source on it. That maybe they need to make an all women's like uh like show. show. Yeah. But but like I don't think they need to. I think they just need to give them more time. That's exactly what they said on their podcast too. I was like, yeah, like you don't need to separate the women. You, there's no point to it. You. You should just give them more time because it is the best women's division in the world, as we will get into later about <laughs> one. God, God damn it! Yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they don't need it. I will, I will say that much. They don't necessarily need it. I would personally love it, and I, I think that the division could use it now because, like, we have two five live. We have, I mean, NXT UK doesn't really get used that much for for the women as much as it should. Yeah. We have some stuff like if you put on an uh, and we talked about this on um Basics Guide on Semi Basics Guide this week. But if you if you put on an hour on on the Peacock like WWE channel and let some of these women who don't get a lot of time, like we'd see a lot more Aaliyah, we'd see a lot more Jessica Maya. That's true. We'd see Liv, Ruby, like these people who aren't going to get the the TV time because like the 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 adva- the advantage I'd say the one advantage that AEW's women's division has is they have Dark and Dark Elevate, and they can give these women time and time to like build and other matches. And so if you have that for 
WWE, I think it would do their women's division actually. Uh, I think it would do well for them. Um, yeah, because they they need other time. You can't just expect like another Rhea or Raquel and and draw from NXT every time you need an infusion of talent. There, you need to have you yeah. need to have these other people who are on here building their talent, or you're just gonna have them churning through people like they did with Peyton and Billy and and Mickey, yeah. where they that they don't have a spot for. And I don't agree with that. Like, if you can't find a spot for those people, that's on you. For them specifically. Yeah. But You we're can't gonna... come up with stories for them? Get yeah. the fuck out of They're here. They're going to bloat their roster at some point if they just keep on calling from NXT. So they need to, like, have a, another outlet for these people to, to shine. And I will say, like, as far as SmackDown goes this week and as far as Raw has been trending the last two, three weeks, they have been giving them time. So that, that is good for them. But it has been all of, like, the women's belts and so all the belt yeah. adjacent people don't get unless you're bailey you don't get much time um so i think that they, they could do well to have a women's promotion but we'll see uh speaking of other promotions or like stuff going on diamond mine we still don't know what the hell it is but i've seen reports that it's almost assuredly not tessa yeah and it, and it's very funny because that's the same fucking logo that Tessa uses. Yeah, right. Like, like ridiculously close to the same one she uses. I was like, come on, guys. Like, and then also the reports of her talking to AEW isn't true either. Yeah. So no one knows what the fuck's going on. I, w- I wonder if it is just a curveball and it's just everybody at WWE just saying no, but I we'll see. My, my prediction is just it's going to be very WWE and like the least exciting of all the possibilities. Like, not even Tessa, that, like, a possibility that we can hate. It's just going to be the most boring, like, here is what Raw Underground was, but now we have, like, a, oh. a, an hour show for it. And, like, I mean, do we really need that? A, a woman's promotion would... An, an hour of watching the, the non-title adjacent women is, appeals to me much more than watching fucking Dabakato or all these guys, like, pre- have pretend MMA matches. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Like, I... I just it is the the best women's division in the world. They should have equal like share of the screen. Yeah. And also they have stories. Like I like their stories on NXT. Yeah. They have separate ones, but they have story and character development. I don't get that on the other two really mm-hmm. unless it's for the belts, which is so sad exactly. cuz you can give really good stories to the other women that are waiting instead of the most garbage fucking shit you're putting on fucking raw, which it's so sad. It's a three-hour promotion. You don't know what the fuck you're doing with it. <laughs> yeah, like, Reggie has more TV time than half your women's roster, and that's just not cool. And he's in a women's... Like, having him as part of a women's storyline, He's has more TV time than half your women's roster. And that... I mean, it's a waste of money for on those people. It's also a waste of their talent where they could be infusing other yeah. promotions like Impacts or uh aws or um there's another one of triple a's uh we have lucha underground coming back so like we have spots for these other women to go and should like they don't want to hear me say this because they'd rather have a job but i i just want to see them wrestle is what i'm trying to get at yeah and the thing is if you i know now this is turned into just ramble but like the only way you can create new fans is if you show them what they want to see and to do that is you have to let these people wrestle. Yeah. And they prove that they can wrestle. They can, they wrestle, again, I'm going to talk into this later, but like, they're way better than other promotions. And those promotions consider their people the top of their shit. And I was like, no, that's, <laughs> that is not, that's not top. Um, it, and that encourages people, like, give them storylines, 
make them develop. It takes time. It's not going to be instant, but people will go over for these these talented individuals. Like the majority majority of some of these women are better than the men right now. Like in and your main focus is the men because you think it's a big draw, but it's not anymore. It's 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 changing. People just want really good story and talented people. And that can be either or, but your women are fucking kicking ass right now in what's supposed to be considered your developmental division. And you're not thinking ahead, you're just thinking in the moment for the future. And you should be putting those fucking stories on your main two shows. Yeah. Yeah, they're just rehashing the same old big, yeah. man, big men meeting their meats in the middle of a ring. Like we don't, we don't need this all the time. Like uh, I, I love the attitude era. I grew up on that shit, and now we'll fucking do it. But you can do that shit with women too. So yeah, or you can also leave it where it is, and then do some new cool shit with the women. Yeah. Like we don't need any. We don't need to just do the same rehash shit over and over again. I know you. I know that the the brass in. Uh, wrestling think like the littlest of the wrestling fans, but I promise you, we have we have some pretty good taste for some other stuff too. Yeah. Uh, so to get off of that bummer for a bit, the way won the titles. We got new tag team tag team oh champions. My oh my god, Candice, I'm so happy for you. Like, <laughs> I don't know you, you don't know me, but I'm so happy you got a fucking belt. I swear, girl. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to you and Indy. I was so happy that fucking happened. Oh, I was like, cool. They separated two people who should not be a tag team, even though they're cool together. Now they can go for the belts. But god damn it, they rewarded Candace, and finally <laughs> she has one. Oh, fuck. That, but congratulations. That was so, I was so happy about yeah, that shit. That match was super cool. I honestly, like, now, now that I'm thinking about it, especially after just having, like, watched it again almost immediately after my viewing of Blood and Guts this mm-hmm. morning. I think that might have been the better, like, hardcore, or, like, the better stipulation match this week in, in its totality, for sure. Yeah. But spots-wise, maybe even, because when Shotzi, when they, I mean, I know that the ladder didn't break, but if that ladder had broken, it would have been in, it, wild. When she jumped off of that thing, freaking Indy, like, concussed with a bum ankle and mug shard still in her, still pulled off that <laughs> springboard, uh... The springboard elbow through the table. That was that was probably like I saw that again. And I don't think I gave that as much uh, as much appreciation as I should have. That was so cool. That wicked stepsister on the oh yeah on the chair was... looked so sick. Yeah, that yeah. was blood and guts. <laughs> that was really blood and guts. Uh, and they did it without having to like bleed all over their face in every single match. And I like I appreciate when that does happen, but oh man, like the just the tasteful way that they did it, and this match was just so cool. I was enthralled from start to finish. And as the, like just kind of my my neurosis is as I was as the time was starting to go down, and I saw it like this is they're seriously only gonna give this, they're gonna give this match less than twenty minutes. They're gonna give yeah, it less yeah, that's than. Like, like 17 10 or 18, minutes or something, yeah. Getting, yeah like i was getting so pissed and then by two minutes into that match i didn't care man they were they were tearing the house down they're so all four of those performers are so good they the three of them that needed to did such a good job of building indy like as a powerhouse yeah. that she's gonna need to be for this team i really enjoyed this match oh, god damn it <laughs> It was so good. I was just so relieved, and I was like, "Yes, you gave us finally what we wanted." 
<laughs> she's finally got a belt and they had the uh, side plates ready to go i don't know if you saw that but like they already had they already had the new side plates by the end of the night oh good uh and it, it was like the way logo and it says candace and indy and in their in their promotions after in their um interviews afterwards they were like yeah we're a real tag team they weren't a real tag team we're a real tag team look at our tape look at our plates they say candace and indy we're a team they had individual <laughs> plates stuff like that they're, they're just so good and fun i gotta say though johnny's tweet or johnny's posts the hashtag on johnny's post almost ruined the whole thing for me because when he put proud dad i was like oh, oh that's a little cringy man let's, let's not do this like you showed an appreciation post for your wife and he's like oh like of course she's always my favorite wrestler i'm so glad she got a bell and she could do it with someone that we love and then hashtag proud dad proud husband i was like oh, no, man, that, oh. that's super like michael scott cringe face to me but uh, you do you i guess yeah that uh, yeah i'm so glad she has the belt She's she's deserved it for a really really long time. Yeah, and they better <laughs> she, let like let them keep the belts. Don't do the fucking, uh, what is it like the iconics and shit, and just like take it off them instantly. Like once they have it, like please let them have the goddamn belts. Yeah, I agree. I mean they got the wrestling to back it up too, so I, I definitely yeah. think that, that they should. And next up, they're gonna have to face uh Casey and Caden. So we'll we'll see how that match goes. Uh, are they gonna be pos? possessed or they're just gonna be no, themselves i think they okay. in in their promo i don't think i don't know if you saw it but they're saying like we're we're done with t and shaw and stuff right now we're gonna yeah. we're, we're gonna go after those belts so maybe in that match is when they get snatched up and then they get possessed <laughs> and they can become the, the tag team champs in like in like four or five months not anytime soon yeah that's uh, fine yeah so that i mean that was this week uh, or at least that was most of the stuff that i wanted to talk about nxt this week Did oh, you have oh anything else oh uh dexter loomis Man, he's trying to support his girl, <laughs> and then Candace still tries to shut him up. That that was hilarious. That was I'm actually, I'm actually thinking Candace did the flowers now. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, because of how she was behaving in in the locker room and stuff. I was like, I don't know, girl, you you giving off a different vibe, and <laughs> they haven't developed on that. I was like, I think it was, I think it's Candace now. At the very least, she knows. <laughs> so if she didn't do it, she knows that Johnny bought them at this point. And Indy's gonna find out, and that's a secret. You cannot. No hold. one hears. <laughs> so we we might see the uh, the foundations crack about in their tag team. Oh so. no. Uh, all right. So yeah, keeping us trying to be as quick as we can. Moving on to AEW and their big blood and guts show. I will say this: I do have some appreciation for Moxley. The tension he holds in his shoulders, as someone who suffers from tight neck and shoulders. How we walk to the shoulders like this, and you can see me, people who are listening. I'm sure this makes for great audio. He walks to the shoulders up at his ears. How can you do that for that long? It's that that's impressive. I will say that if absolutely <laughs> nothing else that he does, because nothing else that he does is impressive, that is impressive. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so I thought this was gonna be a great event to watch. Just like finally start talking about AEW on the show. <laughs> Found out that the first hour was recorded. Was it really? So the first hour was recorded to make sure they kept track of time. And the people who were there had to watch the first hour like that too. On wow. the monitor. Yeah. 
that's why Kenny was hyping them up when he came out for the promo with Shivani and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, makes um, sense. So they had to watch that first hour on the monitors before they got into the other matches for the last bit. Um, and the people who bought the tickets knew they let them know in advance. Um, but Kansel refunded like five people who were disappointed. Kanzo, like, if you're not happy, like, I'll refund it, but only five people took up on it. So at least, at least that was nice of him to do. Um, but but honestly, yeah, I was. Are, dude, that kind of makes me quit. I mean, I, we know that that audience is rabid like that, but are you really, like, that desperate for live wrestling with other people that you would just watch it? You would go to risk yourself to watch it on TV like that? For, like you're, for you one hour and then get it at home. Yeah. And I was like, that was really strange. I would have just worked with the network. I was like, hey, we might go over so-and-so. What are you going to show after us? Oh, another movie that came out five years ago. Okay, that's then you know what? We'll give us another 15 minutes just in case. Like, Yeah, like this is a big enough the, thing. We're big enough that you guys gave us another contract. You think they can't yeah. work five, ten minutes out of it? I was like, it was like, we're not cutting into a hockey game. We're not cutting into anything important right now. Just let us do it. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, if anything, you're generating the demographic you want of like what the 18 to 40 age or whatever. Yeah. So, um, that was so sad to hear. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much everything else, uh, except for a promo that happened at the very top of it at Daly's place, where well, Scorpio's guy. So that happened after. The the tag team match, which we don't need to get into because it'll probably just be me shitting on stuff. Uh, but QT and Cody, you got to see that match, did you? Yeah. What did you think about it? I thought it was garbage, okay. honestly. I mean, so, like, QT Marshall is okay. I like Cody. And, and then I can see Cody's probably, like, a little sluggish, too. And I was like, man, COVID's affected fucking everybody. Um... It it just seemed that way. And also, I was like, I'm jumping into this storyline that I have nothing about. But it's and I also, also painted like, it really negative to you last week, too. So, like, that, that wasn't very good. That I'd wasn't rather, very I'd, good on me. I'd rather have a negative storyline. than, But, like, even the commentators weren't even helping with it. And, like, and I go, and I can see Tony Schiavone, or I can hear Tony Schiavone and Excalibur try. And then you just hear JR. And I go, God damn it. I love JR. I've loved JR since since I ever first started watching wrestling. But I'm sorry, man. We need to put you in a pasture. Like, you need to be behind the scenes completely. And the whole time I kept thinking, Maro needs to be in that center seat. Because if he was there, I would know what the fuck's been going on the past weeks. Like, the like even just little quick snippets here and there. Oh, that's like a hit from so-and-so at one point or whatever. And and I can see that commentary team coming alive, all three together, if Mauro was in there. Yeah. And then I would enjoy this wrestling uh, so much more just by jumping into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's even fucking gatekeeping his like commentary at this point. At the end of that match, he's like, I saw somebody draped in, in, their, in a flag that didn't belong to his country before. It didn't turn out well for the guy who did it. Like, okay, yeah, you're going to let the rest of us in on that fucking secret, homie? Because, or at least give us a name? Because some of us don't watch wrestling obsessively and don't fucking, like, it's not the only thing in our life to know immediately what you're talking about. Yeah, and you have like a career like forty odd years. Exactly. I can't do. I can't fast forward and rewind on all your shit. Like, uh, I was like, God damn it, no! Like, Jr., I love you. You gotta go. 
It has to be Morrow. Make that your ultimate freaking commentary team for everything. And, and people like me will, that are trying to jump into your promotion will enjoy it so much more because I know Morrow will like just tell me everything in that moment of this wrestling. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck that, dude. Go Cody. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted to feel, and I didn't feel that. So... Okay, but I mean, now that you've seen him wrestle, is QT not the most boring, bland, replaceable wrestler that you've ever seen in your life? Yeah, he's a Mukujin. That's what the fuck he is. He's that he's that wood piece of shit in Taken and <laughs> the Taken games that copies everybody else's moves. I was but it's say, supposed to like, be designed to be practiced. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like the uh, the um, like the body bags that you that you do that you practice moves on like in uh, the old WWE 2000 shit like oh my God. <laughs> that your wrestlers that your wrestlers modeling moves on like just the polygon moves he's just so ugh and yeah i mean i'm sure you saw that match where that dude came or the end of it where dude came in and punched him that yeah that is that guy's finisher remember i told you he ended a match punching a guy that was it Cody, like, I mean, Cody sold it as much as you could, but it's literally a punch in professional wrestling. Like, what the fuck are we doing here with this story? And they, like, like, had to tell me beforehand, oh, he's a boxer. I was like, okay. And then, and then he punches Cody. I was like, that doesn't even happen in actual boxing. Like, I'm going to step in the ring and the one punch is going to knock you out. No, it takes time. And then you catch them off guard and you catch their head or you weaken the muscles in their abdomen so that one final one hits the goddamn kidney instead of the muscle like <sighs> credit to cody for that shit like what i was like man and you're putting a union jack on this guy i was like the fucking union jack should have walked the fuck off and said use me on a better match <laughs> like yeah oh, dude I'm, I'm telling you the the factory is the worst faction i would I would that wasn't Bailey's say... ex-boyfriend, was it? No, that wasn't him. No, okay, Bailey's ex-boyfriend good. is a scrawny little guy. He's the scrawny okay. guy in the, in the faction. You'll see them later. But he, like, I would venture to say that they're the worst faction in the history of professional wrestling. Oh, yeah, you did say they were worse than, than Retribution. I would much, I would watch a Retribution revival full, I would watch four Retribution revivals before <laughs> I would ever watch, like, a survivor series or something with these guys unless it was kenny on the other side and even then i've missed a lot of kenny matches i could probably miss another one going but getting back oh. to the promo you were talking about i'll let you go off I... oh about like oh i know what you're talking about okay so this is funny this is a promo where scarpio sky and i forget the other guy's name Ethan page ethan page so they sound pretty entertaining this is happening at the top of Daly's place, and they're talking mad shit about uh, Sting and, and Darby Allen. And I like Darby Allen; he's a cool character. But then this guy's all like, "Hey, let's talk about like the shit that we can't sit." Like before, I broke your elbow. I did this to you. Blah blah blah. blah. I was like, "All right, there's history. This is interesting. I have a story to follow." Um, but then all of a sudden, you see Darby Allen jump in and like slam against a concrete pole. Like with no, like not caring uh, at all, and then starts duking these guys out on concrete. Like you can tell they didn't have anything nearby, but this is all solid concrete of like a stadium, and they're just duking it out. And yeah. I was like, this is interesting. I was like, I can see somebody getting fucked up, which is what happens to Darby <laughs> Allen when they <laughs> chuck him down concrete stairs. I mean, at really least it's... one flight. <laughs> 
It's what happens to Darby Allen when he appears on a in front of yeah. AEW cameras. Whether he wins or loses the match, he just gets fucked up. And and then I was really impressed because I don't know how the hell he did this, but there's something he like climbed up so he can do a coffin drop off a concrete pole to that if no one catches him, he's gonna eat shit on concrete. And I was like, God damn it, I like this kid and <laughs> and I wanna see more of him. In that this promo was the best part of this entire fucking Blood and Guts event, in my opinion. I could, you, know, you can try to sell me on it, whatever. That's, I won't change my mind. But that's so sad. Because, I... look, I love Kenny. Kenny's looking a little pudgy, even though he has four belts. Because I was like, first of all, JR, you've seen him wrestle in New Japan. And you're saying this is the best shape in his life? Get the fuck out of yeah. here. I was like, I used to see fucking abs on Kenny like nothing was fucking there. I don't cool, he might be eating a lot of pocky in the US or whatever, that's fine, but <sighs> that match was just awful. Even the ending of that. QT Marshall Cody was hoping for more. The promo came and saved it. And then yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I think I just bad fucking bad mouthing this whole promotion right now. I I will and- I will refute you a little bit. So I I mean just to stick on the on that promo there for a little bit. Um I think there was perf- one performance that at least matched that promo, but yeah, that like the whole attack where he got was able to like, get the best yeah. of him for a little while when they threw the trash can at him, then pushing yeah. his face on the boot, yes. like everything that Ethan was saying, where he was like, Yeah, we have all this history, but no one gives a shit about matches they never saw. Like, I was like, Oh my god, yes, like I can't, I can't go back and watch all this shit. There's just too much time. I have a kid, I got a life, I'm sorry. And for him to like bring it, like, here's the quick recap all this shit that's in him, it's because of me. I was so in, and then like, even I love Sting, so like to have the had them beat the shit out of him last week and for me to be bought in on the Miss Heels now, I'm like, all right, maybe it's, maybe it's time for you to go the way of Undertaker Sting and, and let these guys get, get their belt off of Darby because I want to see these two guys kick some ass all over this promotion. Yeah, and and I was like, this belongs on NXT. That's the thing I kept thinking about. I was like, <laughs> all you fuckers just like come to NXT. I was like, it was so well done. And I was like, God damn it. What this is this is so sad, but yeah. the promo there like uh, this uh, this promotion has some stuff that I fucking love and that's why like at the end of Blood and Guts I got to the point where when I when I saw the finish of Blood and Guts, I, I almost wanted to I, I did say I should just never watch any of these main events ever again. Because like Scorpio Scorpio Sky when he was in that ladder match uh at their last pay per view was fucking awesome. I, I love him. Like and now that we have Probably my two favorite wrestlers, not not Omega category, going against each other next week, Pac and Cassidy. Super interested in that one. Super interested whoever fights Omega to, like, whoever comes out of that match and fights Omega. And that promo with Kenny and Cassidy was, was really good. Very good. Yeah, but like, yeah, they... I, I mean, I really, like, Cassidy didn't, didn't say anything, obviously, but I, I love Orange Cassidy. As I said, he, saw, he, he solved professional wrestling. And, like, yeah, Kenny, Kenny did his good to work. Like, that, that promo seems kind of weird to me. Now that you were telling me about uh, it being taped, makes complete sense why he was out there pumping them up. Because he's trying to get the crew, yeah. Was. Yeah. But, well, uh, do we go on to... <laughs> I would like to, yes. We can only okay. talk, we can, we only have to talk about it for a little while, but I, I would say, like, okay, let, let's start off with 
with what we didn't like and then get wrap back onto some of the stuff that we did like. I know you uh, did I you like anything did like you that. Know? All right. But but okay, the 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 main the next thing before the the final blood and guts thing is I was giving this promotion credit for helping to, for getting close or staying within a year year and a half they're going to get close to NXT's women's division. <laughs> I would like to revise that. <laughs> um, maybe five, like Tony Stark, five, ten years. Um, holy crap, that was a waste of fucking time for Britt Baker to come out. I wanted to yell, where the fuck is Adam Cole? Um, in her match against this Julia girl. And I was so pissed because I go, I know you're going to win. You're arrogant as fuck. That's great. That's your character. It, and you're going to job out this girl, but it's her debut. I was like, at least try to like help and sell some of her stuff. It ended like in two and a half minutes. What the fuck was the point? Like, give me something. Give me five, seven minutes. I know it's to destroy her and make yourself look great. But still, like, try to put somebody over somewhat. Get surprised that like, oh... Maybe I was being too arrogant and she got like a moonsault on me or some shit. Do that. Don't waste my fucking time with two and a half minutes when I'd rather fucking watch Ty Conti fucking do chops to your neck with a kick. That's what I like. If you're going to do that, show it against someone that's competitive. This is fucking garbage. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I will say I'm probably higher on their women's division now than you are. Like I do think they're close. I don't think they're that far away. I don't think that they're that they're close close. I would say that they have a lot of talent there. They just need to utilize it and give them the chance. Because like we talk about the egos taking up all the TV time on the TV shows on WWE. That is tenfold on AEW and it's not even close. Like we have just the 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 main attractions on on the on um on dynamite all the time and like that the whole not selling anything like that's kind of brit's thing even when she beat thunder rosa she came out and or even when she lost to thunder rosa she came out and said she was the face of the women's division and all this stuff and like didn't do get it didn't give any credit to thunder rosa so that that's kind of like part for the course kayfabe wife for, wife for her so you can kind of give her that little bit of a pass but it is kind of like, yeah, if, if you're starting to build your women's division, why are you even letting a character go around and doing this right now? Like, your women's division yeah. isn't in a state where you can do this, where she can come by and undercut the best performer that you guys have and who's not even close. Because Brit, Brit is kind of there. She's probably the best entertainer they have, but mm -hmm. she's only been made by two Valor-stolen moments that are just modeled after Becky Lynch. Like... That's all yeah. you guys did. It was very clear. It's very fucking obvious. Sorry about it. And if you want Brit to be the face, that's fine. She's not the best wrestler you have. She's probably not even the third best wrestler you guys have. Yeah. And I actually, I, yeah, I will say she's not the third best wrestler that they have because she does better than her. Um, Ryu Mizuzaki is better than her. And who was the one that I just had in my head? Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Thunder Rosa is yeah. so fucking good. They. Yeah, I was I was so mad. I was like, okay, cool. I get to see a women's match. Oh, it's Britt Baker, and and then the other person's already in there. I was like, oh, okay. I know where this is fucking going. But I yeah. thought it was at least gonna give me more time. I was like, two minutes of bullshit. Like it took you longer to walk out to the fucking ring than to do anything. And if that's the character, I was like, this is not gonna fucking keep me. I was like, I want to see a match. I want to see a women's match on another fucking promotion. Like. 
if if you have elevation and dark or they're practicing and getting better and you have matches i was like that's great that's fucking youtube like i understand that you guys are trying to like use that as a as a platform but no they should be on your main show at least a fucking third of it should be to these women so they can get used to actually being on a main show and being noticed like ty deserves to be on there at least like every other fucking week whooping somebody's fucking ass Mm -hmm. and and your women's champion as well she needs to make appearances you need to develop that like and also get them a proper fucking belt that... <laughs> yeah, like, dude, there's so many concerns that I have. So in so many other places that I completely forget that they have that little bracelet belt. That's <laughs> that's not a belt. And also the fact that you make it like that, like, shows that you're not in tune with your women's division. No, they it really care. The... They gave them that one main event that one time, man. Oh, get the fuck out of here. They. <laughs> It should be the same or is somewhat equal to the belt in design or whatever. I was like, that shit ain't even going to fit around my fucking leg. Like, yeah. that's... Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just bashing the shit out of <laughs> My head canon is that it was a um, a throw-in when they bought their AEW belt. Because the AEW belt is gorgeous. It's probably my yeah. favorite. It's, def- it's not my favorite. It's at least one of my favorite belts in all of pro wrestling. And that is a beautiful belt. I'm saying. And then I was, was like, the women's belt was just a throw-in. They were like, oh, what, what, what did you guys want to print it on your second belt? And they are like, wait, we get a second one? Well, they're like, eh, it's not really a belt. It's kind of like a mini belt, but we throw it in when every time people buy like a championship belt. And so they're oh, can you print women's on it? We can get away with this, can't we? Yeah, that, that's the headcanon uh, scene that went on in at the uh, belt purchasing for uh, AEW for me. Oh, so anyway, gosh. blood and guts then. So I I guess we don't have to get into too much of like what we liked and what we didn't like. That's what was, was my original plan. But I, I'll say as far as what I like, I thought it was a good, I honestly liked the match. And I think it did, it kept me throughout the whole thing. There was definitely like more blood than I thought was necessary. Like obviously it's called blood and guts. We're going to have a lot of people bleeding, whatever. But like, Everybody doesn't have to wear a red mask. We can have a couple people with it, just the same way they did in the original yeah. one, and it'll have the same effect. You guys don't have to all do this. I, I know nobody is the same after this match, but whatever. Um, Hager actually impressed me. He he When he ran in and beat the shit out of those three guys, he looked really good doing it. So that's probably the best I've ever seen Hager look. Um, and I will say, like, so the performance that I was talking about that equaled that promo earlier was Sammy. Sammy was great, dude. He was the MVP yeah. of that match. Those those springboards that he was doing ever other than the time that he ate shit was was great. He was so good. And that that him being so good is also I guess we can get into it when we get into the finish, was part of the reason I, I don't buy that finish at all. Yeah, and the fact that also he volunteered at the beginning to be uh see i never knew this was called blood and guts Mm -hmm. and i was like i was like this is fucking war games what the hell's going on yeah um the match beyond is what it was called oh okay and and i was like what the fuck like uh, i was like cool he volunteered he's the first one in i was like all right cool go he held his own while he was getting his ass fucking whooped every time they like he was outnumbered and they kept even though he got friends to help him like I was like, I was impressed with them. I was like, all right, you're you're good, kid. Like you're holding your, you're trying to prove yourself to them. Yeah. And and I was like, this this has me in the match. But then yeah, like you don't need that much blood. And that was taking me out of the match. And I was like, 
I just want to see really good. You don't need to do that to keep me entertained. Yeah. I get it. It's in your title. But I even if no one had bled, I would have been like totally fine with it. Um, but god damn it. It's so sad to say this. This gave me such an appreciation for fucking WWE production. <laughs> like uh, like yeah. their stages and stuff, but that goal, <laughs> before we start shitting on it, I just want to say a little bit more good stuff. One more good thing, I was, I'll just get that out of the way. The gory bomb into the cage, where uh, I think it was Santana Ortiz. I don't, I don't know the two. I don't know the difference between the two of them yet. And where he <laughs> fell in, where he fell in between the cage and the ring. That, oh yeah, that's Kaylee Ray's move. The gory bomb, and when it, that was probably my favorite spot of the whole thing when they did that into the cage. I hate the the revolt, but damn, that was so cool. Um, yeah. So let, let's shit, let's just have our shit fest out for the next however many minutes this is gonna be i'll let you go first if you want all right so wwe production thank you because even as i bash on you and your other promotions you do know how to hide shit when you're planning to someone to get fucking hurt (laughs) god damn it man you're you have a billion dollar owner you're making money you guys didn't plan out just to make the whole fucking stage at least that or hide it better. And and credit and credit to Chris Jericho. Cause I know he was telling fucking MJF, shove me, you dumb fuck, like throw me off the cage. And he falls he he falls in something that they're saying is like metal and plate. And I go, It's concrete fake. it's a concrete stage. I was like, it's fake diamond mat padding. <laughs> On top of the biggest fucking pillow I've ever seen. And and he's still selling it. That's how fucking amazing Chris Jericho is. But I was like, well, someone just fucking pulling the fuck out already. Like, we know, we can see it. It, yeah. it was not great. And like one of the most, and they, they constantly have terribly misplaced cameras too. That camera that yeah. came over his shoulder as he's like peeking. Did, did they buy it, you guys? Like, come on, man. Stay the fuck away. He literally just went through this spot. Like, we can't have it too close. Don't you understand? You're in HD now. This isn't the 80s. It's all grainy. We can't see his face. Yeah. I I mean, just to... Yeah, I... I that, especially I was... ha- after having the... um the di- Not the dynamite. The explosion finish that we had in the last promo to have yeah. this be, like, their, their big thing. And, like, I'm not saying I want anybody to get hurt. I'm saying this whole finish of climbing all the way up to the cage for this to be the payoff and for, like, the surrender like the surrender of the team, that whole thing is dog shit. Why are you guys doing this in the first place? And I saw people online saying, well, it throws back to the original War Games. No, it fucking doesn't. The original War Games, the dude separated his shoulder and then gave up because they could, he couldn't go on. That's what Shivani was talking about. And, like, when he, gets, when he actually gave up, he was lying on the mat getting beat and his shoulder, like you could see his arm just fucked and then he gives up and then they, they ring it up. Nobody's on the top of a cage. Nobody gets thrown from shit. The whole team doesn't surrender. That guy gives up. Like how the fuck is this an homage to the original War Games? Get the fuck out of here with your fucking shitty, like your, whatever excuse you're going to have for this dog shit finish because the the team surrendering on behalf of Jericho going into this bloodbath, yeah. what they knew was a bloodbath, they fucking dead-prezzed their face up for them to like, oh no, please don't, don't throw our leader, let's surrender. If I was Jericho, I would disband the, the inner circle after that cowardly bullshit. Yeah, if, once I get back, I was like, why yeah. the fuck did you give in? I didn't give in, why would you? Yeah. 
Like and, I was, and, I was fully, I went up there fully prepared for him to throw me off that cage. And like, if he, if he doesn't do that, that's not the story from here. How the fuck does the inner circle come out and claim to be the best stable? And like, again, Sammy was so great. Sammy was doing springboards. You don't think Sammy could have in three jumps climbed that short ass yeah. uh, cage from the stage. To like, help you, yeah. don't make, don't, don't make me fully uh, suspend disbelief to like the pillow drop and Sammy not doing it. And this team that was ready for death surrenders like that's just that's three strikes i'm done there and i think i'm gonna hate on this a lot more and i think this is the reason why is i recently watched like the documentary on the fact of the hell in the cell match between undertaker and mick foley mm-hmm. where undertaker threw mick foley off the top of the cage into the table and then he fucking power bombs him through the cage and he hits the fucking mat yeah. and bounces i was like i was like that there was nothing to really cushion him. That was back in the day. Was his fuck it, yeah. and 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 I was like, man, that that was so good. There was nothing designed. But then do we see other matches in WWE or NXT where like when they went through the fucking ramp, that shit looked fucking legit through the ramp because they made it part of the fucking stage. Yeah. When they finally look above and they're like, look at the carnage. I was like. Duh, he's gonna land in that fucking square because it's the only fucking square. Why don't you just build it the whole fuck out to make it look part of the stage yeah. or their entranceway? That way, no matter where they fall, they're still gonna have it. But it feels more real. It feels like more threatening. Like, oh shit, no, that's all concrete where they're gonna fall. Not a the one square middle that someone built out over the weekend that has a pillow underneath for him. Yeah, I. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, it was just I. I mean, like again, I was real. I was into that match for the most part. By the time we got into the match beyond, I think it kind of went on just a little too long. And that, again, I'm not saying I. And like you bring up the Mick Foley thing, like and Mick Foley can almost barely move his body now. Like we don't want anybody to to have to go through that no, again for yeah. our entertainment. But you don't have to write that shitty dogfish fit dog shit finish where they're at the top of the cage in the first place. Have somebody submit somebody in the middle of the ring, like the way it should have been done. Yeah. Like, and if you were planning on doing that and follow through or do, like, uh, it, it, one, it, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. But two, make it look better. Like, you need to sell on the fact that we don't always fuck up on these finishes, especially <laughs> right. with the blow up of a fucking cage. And then you're, like, blaming it on a fucking wrestler. Like, no. Like, Jericho, again still is trying to sell this shit after it's obvious what the fuck's underneath two shitty camera angles and the fact that they surrender when they said they wanted they were gonna you would they would have to die for them to surrender yeah after an amazing promo the previous week yeah get the fuck out of here yeah i yeah i mean and, and then mjf saying thank you he's like he said he was gonna say thank you i was like i would be like fuck you asshole like i didn't say shit to you I, I will actually give them credit for that. Like storytelling wise, they do a lot of things that I do like, and and that was one of the things that I do like. Like I I like I said, not everybody had to wear a red mask, and not everybody was obviously, but more people that needed to. I would say that shot of MJF like standing there, and that that whole piece after he threw them off, I actually did really like that that and that storytelling aspect of it, and that those visuals of it. I thought MJF and Sammy both became stars on Wednesday. 
not that they weren't already like or they didn't already have that trajectory i mm-hmm. think their performances in this just solidify that they're they're the next generation of this promotion on I the other so. hand we had people like john fucking spears in this promotion or in this in this match and that guy is just i just want to like harp on him for a second for like for a second because he's a prime example of how low the floor is of this company and he's like He's the he, he's the big difference between the two main shows. Like, here's the reason you didn't get to the main shows on the, on the other promotion, because you suck, man. Like, I don't we don't like to say it when he was right, but Vince was right about about him, yeah. and we've seen him there, and we've seen him we've seen him here, and we've seen him in WWE, and neither of them are anything for me. All he did was an unprotect like all he did in this match really that I noticed anyway. And was the chair that he threw at the face? Was the chair that he unprotectedly hit Sammy with in the beginning and then just stood there like coming in his pants or something? What the fuck was that? And then when he was getting choked by Jericho in the in the um like structure, whatever it was, like that that spot actually looked pretty cool. But then it just like ended and instead of jumping back up there and pulling him down, Jericho just like walks up there and leaves him hanging like Come on, man! You guys are already in the match beyond. Try and finish something up or make him get you off of it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not blaming that on on Sean Spears, but if maybe Jericho had better chemistry with him, they probably could have gone and done better shit. But yeah, like he, I just wanted to point him out as an example of like he's kind of the the example of the floor on here, and the floor at WWE is not as low as it is yeah. at, at AEW. And another thing I was like, they called him the chairman, and I was like, isn't that only reference to like when he fucking hit cody over the head like yeah fucking and it, two and that years was ago so, or however long yeah, ago and that was so long ago I and i was like i was like god damn it. i was like i know i don't know the whole fucking story about this but i was like that's jesus it. christ man As far, the, I've, like, I've, I've tried to keep up with this but i can tell you that's it <laughs> uh Anyway, I swear we'll try to bash this as much next week, but yeah, fucking a. There, I think there's gonna be a lot better, to, a lot better stuff to talk about next week. At least I, I hope so for sure. So speaking of, let's get into our predictions. Uh, on NXT, we got Cross versus Theory. I think we both got Cross. Winning. Yeah, Cross is gonna win. Um, imagine if Austin Theory becomes the NXT champion. Oh my god, and, uh, Johnny the would be way so bad. Goes full fucking uh gold. undisputed and has all the gold. That would be awesome. Actually, that wouldn't be too bad. Johnny V really a pissed that Theory has the belt. Belt. And then tries, like, to, like, tries to get him to trade. Yeah. Oh man, that that I, I would much I, rather I, see god that than Cross it. personally, but I know we're in the minority. We're in the vo- vo- very vocal minority on that. Um, Raquel and Martinez. What do you oh, think? Raquel, absolutely. God yeah. damn it. Which, by the way, I mean, I know that we're neither of us are pretty are big fans of Mercedes, but I I did enjoy Mercedes' performances in that um the promo against each other. Even though the the time, I don't know why they can't get the timing on these pre recorded back and forth interviews right yeah. anymore. They just they're bad. But I think what they were going back and forth and saying between each other was cool. And thank you for Raquel for just driving home what I was saying last week of like, yes, yes, five, eight years ago, you could have been champ Mercedes. Yeah. The bar has been moved up here. (laughs) Oh my God. God damn it. Yeah. Keep the belt Raquel for a long time right now. Yeah. Uh, and then we have our two out of three falls with Santos versus Kushida. I was so happy. That's what it's going to fucking be. Uh, Santos all the way. way Yeah, they have to. 
uh, Santos all the way on this shit. Yeah. This is gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna join you in, in manifesting that. I hope Santos gets it back. And <laughs> we, I mean, as much as I love Kush- again, I want more for Kushida. Not this yeah. way. Not not no. against Santos. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys find something else for him. Let him go fight. Uh, that Johnny. beautiful belt needs a return back to its yeah. rightful owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, we need our uh, we need our emperor back for sure. Uh, <laughs> AEW does have a pretty pretty stacked lineup as well. So we got the Bucks versus SCU. And SCU is actually going to disband if they don't win. Yeah. So I'm assuming so the Bucks gonna, are going to win. Yeah, I'm assuming they're going to disband, and we're going to have to see what happens. Like, it's weird to me that SCU's was such an over tag team, and now they're they seem to be breaking them up all together because Scorpio Sky was with them for a while, and now he's with Ethan Page. And if they're going to yeah. break up these the rest of them, like, I don't know these guys well enough to 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 know what to expect from them, but we'll have to see. I guess I know that a lot of people do really like them. And one of those dudes is actually AJ's old tag team partner in Impact. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember which one, but I can tell you next time. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, then we yeah got, Bucks are going to win. Yeah, same. I think so. Pack versus Cassidy for number one contender. What do you think? Oh, God damn it. I, I, like, I had in my head, like, absolutely Pack is just going to fucking destroy him. And then that but I was like, happened. But then, I don't know. Maybe Cassidy's going to pull something out of his pocket. <laughs> I mean, I don't Pac, know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Pack. Pack has to fucking, he has to show up and whoop and fight Omega. Like, yeah. it has to. Pack beat the ever loving shit out of him last time, and I th- at least I think so. Like by the end of it, he ended up beating the shit out of him. And I do want to see Kenny versus Pack, but being that Pack is one of the few people who can believably beat Kenny, and Kenny's still in the mm-hmm. early part of his reign. I don't think Cassidy's going to beat him. And I think it'd be cool to see Cassidy get these two big matches right back to back just because I love Orange Cassidy so much. So I'm, I'm going to go Orange Cassidy. I'll, I'll diverge. Right. Uh, and Mox versus Nagata, who you got? Oh, uh, Nagata's going to fucking win. You think so? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think so too, just because Mox's baby's coming. You can't go back and forth yeah. with that belt. And are they. Um, well, I mean, if New Japan is going to have more events over here, maybe he can defend it here, but we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, I actually, think, I th- I'm gonna diverge with you again and say Mox, just because I think Mox is the never-ending uh, bullet in this in this promotion. They're just gonna give him everything all the time, except for that one match last time where it took hell and high water for them to like finally even the odds against him. See, there, I think the I think the guy is gonna win because he's gonna win the belt and then he's gonna announce he's all like and and be like, I finally have this belt. And we're coming for all the other ones. He's like, the more are coming. Like, a warning to the yeah. rest of AEW. I was like, oh, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. I, I do like that. I, I hope you're right, for sure. Just of, the, of our picks, I hope you're right. <laughs> I, I would just like fucking Obushi to be in the fucking crowd, in, like in a hoodie, watching like Omega fucking wrestle. And then like they pants him, and he takes off the hoodie down, and then... Kenny just like has to take a step back and walk away. I was like, just that alone would fucking be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. And uh, finally, Miro versus Darby. Who you got? Oh, Darby. I actually, I think I'm gonna diverge with you on this one too. I'm gonna choose Miro because Darby got fucked up last week. Miro's been kind of like starting to turn into the monster that he was supposed to be this whole time. So it's it's the perfect storm for Darby to lose, not look weak, and Miro to finally. Like he could just come out and eat him alive for like for all looks and it'll it'll be sold on both ways. 
Hmm. Okay. That sounds. That sounds like good. But I don't know. You you never know. A cough and drop might catch an ear off of a yeah. thing, and then it's all over. Yeah, you never know what he's gonna cough and drop off of. So he <laughs> might do it off of the roof of Dally's place. <laughs> They're gonna fucking have a Tiny Toons imprint. They're like, oh, you think Jericho did, only went through Cushing's last week? We'll watch Darby kill himself. He likes to do this shit. He lives for this shit. Uh, we'll grab a clone from the basement. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all we got. So next week. The draft. We're finally going to get to it. Yes. And... We'll only be drafting NXT because that's all we really care about still as we as we showed in this last 30 yeah. minutes or so talking about AEW. Uh, but yeah, we're thinking probably 10 picks apiece. We'll decide eventually. And then, yeah, this time we'll actually score it and have bragging rights. Maybe we'll keep up with it. But we're definitely doing it next week. Yeah. Uh, now that WrestleMania is over and whatever the... F is going on with Backlash. Right now is the perfect time so we get a good team in case later on in the year they get drafted. But we'll 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 figure out what's going on. But yeah, yeah. next week we got the draft going on. Cool. Uh, I still got first pick as a reminder for all my yes. points from Damian Jesus Priest. All my Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley points for the Royal Rumble. Thank you guys. I'm wearing my Royal Rumble T-shirt today as a. Just coincidentally, where's my standard Actually, I didn't realize it. Um, all right, cool. I think that's all I got. You got anything yeah. else? Yeah, just keep looking out for each other. Get your vaccine when you're supposed to, and keep wearing a mask until we hit herd immunity. But yeah, yeah. everybody be safe. <laughs>